We are getting a Marvel Studios special presentation in Werewolf by Night next week. But what is it actually about and who is Jack Russell? A full Werewolf by Night primer coming up right now on 15 Minutes of Marvel. There was an idea. Because if we can't protect the Earth, you can be damn well sure we'll avenge it. They're going to do this all day. What are they called again? Annulax batteries. Harvey Larry batteries. As far as I'm concerned, that's America's ass. I control the truth. Mysterio is the truth. Boom. You looking for this? What is up? What is up? And welcome back. 15 Minutes of Marvel, the only podcast gives you Marvel reviews, news, and rumors in pretty much 15 minutes. I'm your host, Ethan Simi. Today on the pod, I'm giving you my primer to the upcoming Halloween special, Werewolf by Night. With this podcast coming to an end, I had a Patreon member reach out to me requesting a primer episode for Werewolf by Night, and of course, I was more than happy to create that. I have not done a primer episode for something in what feels like a really long time, uh, so thank you to Corelli Christina for your request uh, for the primer episode for Werewolf by Night. I'm going to dive into the background on Jack Russell, the main character in the upcoming Werewolf by Night special presentation from Marvel, um, and talk about his comic book history, talk about what we can maybe expect from the show, and talk about uh, just some things that that you should know going into this show, going into this special presentation. But in true 15 minutes of Marvel fashion, I do have Two quick pieces of things to share before getting into the primer. Number one is that tickets are now on sale for Black Panther Wakanda Forever. I have my IMAX tickets for opening night. I hope that you get yours as well. Um, And I believe that Regal, at least Regal, is doing a double feature. You can go see Black Panther at noon and then see Wakanda Forever at 4.30. I wish I could do that. Unfortunately, I do have a job that I just cannot skip out on in the middle of the day. But I wish, I wish that I could. Um, I hope that some of you are able to take advantage of that. Along with tickets being on sale, they released a bunch of posters. I think they look quite good. Definitely better than what we've seen uh, recently for Marvel. Um, But, you know, still floating heads. Uh, I think there's some really good kind of variants out there to check out if you haven't seen them yet. And uh, we also got another trailer. We got a new trailer, a second trailer. Did a really, really good job, I thought, of keeping with kind of the vibe of the first one. Having that same kind of like cinematic respect for what is going on. We got a lot more uh, storyline details, it felt like, and definitely a lot more Namor in this trailer. I liked the trailer quite a lot. I don't think I liked it as much as the first one, but I still like it quite a lot. I still think it is a very good trailer. A lot of Riri Williams in this second trailer, so I'm pretty stoked about that. Uh, so yeah, go check that out. Uh, go get your tickets for Black Panther Wakanda Forever. And the second piece of news I wanted to share is that Michael Waldron has been tapped to write for... Avengers Secret Wars, I'm kind of a mixed bag about this. I don't really know how to feel. As many of you know, I adore Loki season one. I thought it was really excellent and some of the best writing we have gotten so far in a Disney plus Marvel show. And Michael Waldron is to thank for that. But Michael Waldron also penned Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, which I felt had a a pretty frail script and was lacking a lot of real depth that we found in Loki. So I'm kind of mixed on this. I don't really know how I feel quite yet. I think he's shown a lot of promise and what he can do in the context of Marvel and characters. So having him do Secret Wars, um, I don't know. I guess as I explain it, I'm a little bit more on the negative side. I got to be honest with you because Loki was so focused on on Loki and Sylvie, right? That was a very um, kind of personal storytelling there. 
Multiverse of Madness was a more multiversal story with lots more characters. Secret Wars obviously going to have so many characters. So I don't really know how Michael Waldron's going to do. Uh, but you know what? He did go with Loki. You got to give him the benefit of the doubt. He is penning Secret Wars. Uh, so yeah, lots of things to to come out of that. Uh, very exciting pieces of news. But let's get into the, the meat of the episode here. Let's talk about Werewolf by Night um, and, and this upcoming Marvel Studios special presentation. So this show... This special presentation, whatever you want to call it, it is 54 minutes long, is going to be premiering on Disney Plus on October 7th. That is this Friday. If you're listening to this on the day it comes out, which is October 3rd, Happy Mean Girls Day, by the way, Happy Mean Girls Day to all who celebrate. Uh, It is coming out on Friday, October 7th. So here's the logline that is on Disney Plus right now. On a dark and somber night, a secret cabal of monster hunters emerge from the shadows and gather at the foreboding Bloodstone Temple, following the death of their leader. In a strange and macabre memorial to the leader's life, the attendees are thrust into a mysterious and deadly competition for a powerful relic, a hunt that will ultimately bring them face-to-face with a dangerous monster. That sounds badass. That sounds great. That sounds really, really cool. Like I said, the show's going to be 54 minutes long. Based on the trailer... It does appear that it will be in all black and white. This is Michael Giacchino's first foray into directing, uh, with him obviously most famously known for his epic scores in movies, like The Incredibles, all three MCU Spider-Man films, and The Batman. Uh, Michael Giacchino makes some just stupid, stupid good music and scores for lots of iconic movies, and uh, so it's exciting to see him kind of go the director route on this show. He also did the score for this show, Um, I know screeners have gone out. I'm going to talk about screeners kind of at the end of this little primer and what people have been saying so far. So stay tuned for that. Uh, But I've heard heard it's pretty good. I heard it's pretty good. So this cast is going to have Gail uh, Garcia Bernal Bernal, um, as Jack Russell and Laura Donnelly as Elsa Bloodstone, along with a handful of other actors. Um, I do want to clue you in a little bit to the production process of this special because I thought it was kind of fascinating how long something like this has been waiting to come to life. So in 2003, there was, yeah, 20 years ago, almost. Yeah, 2003. There was supposed to be a script for Werewolf by Night that was going to be written. It was going to be a movie. And then production was supposed to begin in 2006. That did not happen, uh, obviously. August of 2021, it was a reported that a full series was in development for Disney Plus with production set to begin in February of 2022 under the working title Buzz Cut. Almost three weeks later on August 26th, it was announced that the series would then turn into a Halloween special. Casting had already begun. Just ahead of February 2022, Michael Giacchino was announced as the director. Production wrapped in April. We did not get a trailer and a confirmation of release date until last month, September 10th at D23, where Kevin Feige finally reported on this. Uh, Variety did report an October release date in May, but it was not October 7th. A lot of people thought it was going to be on Halloween, Um, but kind of a lengthy production process. I did think it was interesting that it was slated to be a movie at one point in time so many years ago, and uh, here we are. Let's talk about the comic book. Get to know our way around this character and what we can maybe expect from the show. So here's the short version of the Werewolf by Night character and things that I feel are important to know, kind of about the history. The more you know, I feel like the better situation you put yourself in for a show like this um, and what we can expect from the show going forward. So 
The Werewolf by Night moniker generally refers to two characters who are werewolves in Marvel Comics. The first being Jack Russell, who first appeared in Marvel Spotlight number two in February of 1972, and the second incarnation being Jake Gomez, who debuted in the Werewolf by Night number one in October of 2020. This show, this special, is going to be focusing on that first character of Jack Russell. The Comics Code Authority would not let any comics be published with werewolves in them, basically up until 1970. It was, it was pretty strict about what could be in comics, as far as I'm aware. So once those rules relaxed in 70, 71, 72, the Jack Russell version of the character was able to show up in commercially published Marvel comics. Now, the series name, Werewolf by Night, was actually suggested by Stan Lee, and the plot was divided by Roy and Jeannie Thomas for the first issue. This character was found in Marvel Spotlight number two, like I said, made the debut, was in three and four as well, and then got his own series in September of 1972 after the test run of Marvel Spotlight number two. So pretty cool. Got a test run and then ended up graduating, doing well enough to get their own series, their own run. Uh, Werewolf by Night was published for 43 issues and ran through March of 1977 with Marv Wolfman penning some of the series issues. This is funny. This is interesting because Marvel has always been funny. Regardless of, of what they're doing, they always have been like this. The logline for these ones that were penned by Marv Wolfman were, at last, Werewolf written by a Wolfman. I think that's amazing. I think that's incredible stuff. Well done, Marvel, all the way back in the 70s. Um, issue number 32. In August of 1975, that is important because it was also the first appearance of Moon Knight, which is very intriguing based on what we know about Moon Knight, the series, the show, and him beating up Werewolf by Night in the bathroom scene. Uh, very interesting, very pivotal stuff. So good to know that issue number 32 was that first appearance of Moon Knight as well. The character of Werewolf by Night was dormant for most of the 80s and then basically sporadically appeared in various issues of Spider-Woman, West Coast Avengers, Doctor Strange, Sorcerer Supreme, Moon Knight, and Morbius the Living Vampire. Was really hit and miss throughout all of these comic runs. Was not someone that showed up all of the time. So I do think that is interesting that this character was kind of sporadic for most of its comic appearances. Now, uh, he did appear again in Strange Tales, which features Man-Thing, which we are getting in this series. So I do think that is important to note. Um, and a few different comics post-2007 has seen, obviously, a reboot in 2020. Um, and again, has just been like here and there, kind of throughout all the comics. Um, I will give you a brief backstory on Jack Russell, um, the character himself, because holy cow, this guy's got a long character history for basically like barely being in any comics. I, I can't even read you the whole Wikipedia page in 15 minutes. It is, it is too long, too much to know, just about this section about his history. So I will give you the highlights right here. So basically, Basically, this is what we need to know, that I feel like we need to know. The Darkhold. You guys know I'm a big fan of the Darkhold. The Darkhold possessed a dormant curse in which the reader would be mutated into a werewolf when read under a full moon. Well, obviously, this guy, some guy back in the 1700s, Gregor, or Gregor, I don't know, he, he's the guy, he read it under a full moon. This dude's estate, interesting fact, was also in Wondegore Mountain. I did think that was fascinating. Um, 
There's a bunch of backstory with the future High Evolutionary at the time, Chathon, and then this guy being trapped for decades because he did get turned into a kind of a man-slaughtering werewolf. Um, but all of that, we know that Jack Russell, when he came around, when he was finally introduced in this kind of family lineage, he moves to L.A., he anglicized his name into Jack Russell, and found out that he was related to a bloodline where werewolves, um, of, you know, he was, he was part of this bloodline of werewolves by the way of this thing called the committee. Now, I do think that it, it looks like we are kind of getting a version of the committee here in Werewolf by Night, the show. I'm interested to see what that is going to, to kind of come about. The rest of his comic history is kind of really about team ups, discovering his powers as a werewolf. Um, you know, lots of nitty gritty details I'm sure are very fascinating and interesting. For his powers, he is descended from the mythically altered offshoot of humans known as Lycanthrope. So he is not a full human. He is not a regular guy. He's a Lycanthrope. He is forced to mutate into a werewolf during the night of the full moon and the two nights surrounding it. Now, outside of that time frame, very interestingly, he is also capable of mutating voluntarily in which he remains in control of himself, contrary to when he is forced to be a werewolf. So I think that is going to come into play in this show. He's nearly seven feet tall. He has superhuman strength, speed, stamina, durability, agility, and reflexes. He also has a superhuman sense of smell, which carries over to his human form. All interesting things to note about this character. He is mostly vulnerable to magic attacks, and like all werewolves, can be killed by weapons made of silver due to its inherent mystical purity. So, that's kind of the primer. That's kind of everything you need to know, everything that I feel is is relevant to the character of Jack Russell, to the character of Werewolf by Night, and uh, comic book history leading into this show. So as far as the show goes, it does look like it'll be focused on hunting monsters with, with someone infiltrating, like I said, this kind of possible committee that we're getting here. I think it'll be a really fascinating show, to say the least. Like I mentioned, black and white. It uh, looks like it's a true homage to 50s horror. It looks freaky. It looks unlike anything Marvel has done before. I have heard, like I mentioned at the top of the pod, based on screeners, that it is a lot bloodier than you would expect. So just a, a warning there. Um, like, like in, you know, true 50s horror fashion, kind of giving an homage to lots of gruesome things. But I also heard it does contain classic Marvel humor that they just, they can never escape. They can never stay away from. So, am I excited for Werewolf by Night? Absolutely. I think it's going to be great. I will be reviewing it on this pod before this show, uh, before this podcast comes to an end. Uh, so, look forward to that next week. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited to check it out. I think it's perfect for spooky season. And I, you know, I always love to give Marvel credit for doing things new. Doing something different. Making something truly unique. I'm excited to see what Michael Giacchino does with this character and this property in this 54 minutes. Um, and, I, and I think a lot is possible. Looks like we're getting Man-Thing. Looks like we're getting a lot of cool other things. So yeah, I think this will be really fun and really entertaining. Are you excited for Werewolf by Night? Let me know. Hit me up on Twitter at 15 Minute Marvel. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast on any major podcast platform. Huge shout out to the patrons of the show. Brandon Clark, Alan Cole Peacock, Ben Lahorn, Corelli Christina, TJ Zorich, Jessica, Carlos Freitas, and Joey Lett. Thank you all so much. You are amazing. I will see you back here next time. I'm Ethan Simi, and remember, always go higher, further, and faster. Bye.